welcome to the STEM Economy with your host, Matt Bender. I am your host, Matt Binder, and this is Scam Economy. And on today's episode, we will be talking about someone that you might have heard of before. I don't know, a little man by the name of uh, Elon Musk. Now, whether your interests lie in like the tech world or the automotive space or space, outer space, or business, finance, whatever, it seems like you can't escape Elon's Musk. He's everywhere. And I feel like this particular week, he's even more so in your face. Thanks to his termination, that's what he's calling it, of his deal to buy out and acquire Twitter. And you may have heard that Twitter is now suing Elon Musk to enforce the deal and force him to go through with it and pay them the $44 billion he agreed to buy them out for. And if you've been online and read a single news website, you've probably seen at least these headlines. And the outcome of this lawsuit, many legal experts have said, isn't looking too good for Elon. Now, there's something interesting that I wanted to talk about and have a whole Scam Economy episode about. And I don't think a lot of people realize, because maybe they didn't dive into the lawsuit that Twitter filed, and that's that Elon's own words are going to likely come back to haunt him. And what do those words involve? Cryptocurrency. So on today's episode, we're going to look a little bit into Elon Musk, his history with crypto, and how that relates to everything going on today right now, whether it be uh, him trying to back off uh, crypto in general and his uh, stance on it during this crypto crash, and what it means for his legal issues with Twitter. But before we do that, Patreon.com slash Matt Binder to support this show. Subscribe to the YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Matt Binder. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Matt Binder. The video version of this episode airs on YouTube and the post-show live stream is up on YouTube and Twitch right after. And as a replay scameconomy.com for all of the links to the audio podcast version of this show. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify if you can. Just search Scam Economy and drop that review. It helps more people find this show as your review lifts this show's rankings in the Apple Podcasts and Spotify charts. And as always, follow me on Twitter at Matt Binder. And now let's dive into this episode. <laughs> so, Twitter versus Elon Musk. You've probably heard of it. Earlier this year, Elon Musk agreed to acquire Twitter for $44 billion, and now he wants to back out. In his explanation as to why he wants to back out of buying Twitter, Elon Musk says it's because Twitter misled him about just how many fake accounts, bots, are on Twitter to begin with. Anyone who's been following Elon Musk over the years knows that Elon, quite frankly, is a bullshit artist. And 
if you don't always agree with me, maybe you like Musk, maybe you're of a different, uh, you know, have different ideologies or something, uh, you could take it from someone who I totally disagree with on basically everything else. Elon, Elon is not going to buy Twitter. Where did you hear that before? From me. From a fake account. She says fake. A lot of them. Nah, he's got himself a mess. You know, he said the other day, oh, I've never voted for a Republican. I said, I didn't know that. He told me he voted for me. So he's another bullshit artist. That's right. Even Donald Trump is saying it. You know, broken clock, et cetera, et cetera. I knew back in April, literally when this deal was first announced, that there was a strong chance that Elon was just not going to go through with buying Twitter. This is a guy who's been claiming for almost a decade now that completely self-driving cars are coming to Tesla just next year, and then the next year comes, and lo and behold, we're, we're not quite in Jetson's territory quite yet. Autonomous cars will definitely be a reality. A Tesla car next year will probably be 90% capable of autopilot. Like, so 90% of your miles could be on auto. You know, for sure, highway uh, travel. We're probably only a month away from having uh, autonomous driving, at least for highways and for relatively simple roads. Like a Model S and Model X at this point uh, can drive autonomously with greater safety than a person. Right now. This question. And next year, self-driving will be will encompass essentially all modes driving and be at least 100 to 200% um, safer than a person by the end of next year. We're talking maybe 18 months from now. I feel very confident predicting uh, autonomous rover taxis for Tesla next year. I'm, I'm extremely confident uh, of achieving full autonomy uh, and, and releasing it to the Tesla customer base uh, next year. When do you think Tesla will solve level four FSD? I mean, it's looking quite likely that it will be next year. And that's just one thing, honestly. You could go through his whole history and see that he's made proclamation after proclamation, and very rarely does he actually deliver. He's a hype man. Here's another example. He said we'd be on Mars in 10 years, uh, more than 10 years ago now. We're going all the way to Mars, I think. That, that's um, Time frame? Uh, best case, 10 years... And listen, it would be tons of fun to continue on and on and just run through all the various ways that Elon Musk has been a total letdown over the years. And I really want to do that. But let's continue on. So he backs out of this Twitter deal claiming that Twitter misled him about the fake accounts and that they're the ones who broke their end of the bargain. They broke the contract by not being upfront with how many fake accounts are on Twitter. So that means he can just wipe his hands of the deal and walk away. Twitter says not so fast. They have a good idea as to why Elon Musk has decided to walk away. Uh, you know, it's always been completely unclear as to exactly why Elon wanted to acquire Twitter. But why would any billionaire want to acquire a major social network, especially one that's proven to be such a powerful tool for basically any nobody to be able to disseminate their opinions and criticisms and dunks on very powerful people and corporations? 
there's been strong speculation as to why Elon Musk even first started looking into acquiring Twitter when he did. And it seems like there's some basis in reality. While I'm sure it's not the only reason, uh, he was very upset that a 19-year-old named Jack Sweeney put together a Twitter account that basically tweets out the location of Elon Musk's private jet, when he takes off, where he's going, how far he goes. I mean, this is public information, but this teen made it really easy and accessible for just anyone to know at any time. Musk had contacted Sweeney and wanted to buy out the account, but he didn't offer him very much, so the 19-year-old turned him down, and then all of a sudden, Elon Musk is interested in acquiring Twitter. Again, I'm sure that's just one piece of the puzzle. The idea that a very powerful person would also want to control a major communication tool also plays a part for sure. But anyway, Twitter in their lawsuit pretty much annihilates this Elon Musk claim on the bots. And you should really read the lawsuit. It's pretty great. They just own him over and over and over again. And here, I'll just read one of the opening paragraphs, and then we'll get to the crux of this episode. From the Twitter lawsuit filing. Less than three months later, from when Musk agreed to acquire the company and signed this contract... Musk refuses to honor his obligations to Twitter and its stockholders because the deal he signed no longer serves his personal interests. Having mounted a public spectacle to put Twitter in play and having proposed and then signed a seller-friendly merger agreement, Musk apparently believes that he, unlike every other party subject to Delaware contract law, is free to change his mind, trash the company, disrupt its operations, destroy stockholder value, and walk away. And, you know, it seemed like right after signing this deal, Musk wanted out immediately. Uh, it probably didn't help his whole plan that the stock market tanked shortly after he agreed to this deal, diminishing his own net worth because a lot of it is tied up in Tesla stock holdings, which you should probably go and check to see how much that's dropped uh, since it's taken quite a fall. And the fact that he, you know, never really had all the money on his own to begin with and needed to find financial partners to go in on this deal with him. But yeah, since signing the deal, he wanted out almost immediately. And the funny thing, you know, is the Musk fanboys online are saying how, oh, no, this is his power play to try to back out in order to advance the negotiations. Because, you know, that's how all very serious business deals work. First, you sign the legally binding terms. And then, of course, negotiations about those terms begin. Of course, that's how it works, right? But... Yeah, the hype man got caught up in his own hype and he signed a deal that he probably really wishes he never did to begin with. And then everything else in the world collapsed, making his life even harder when it came to this deal. And suddenly the guy whose success story is pretty much getting the government to subsidize all of his ideas, many of which are buoyed by very smart people who either were doing the work before he came on board at Tesla, or very smart people who do all the work anyway, SpaceX, that guy was really caught in a pickle. And I can do a whole episode on, on Twitter and Elon Musk's deal and how it goes down, and maybe we'll take a look back at this, because surely this will not be the last episode we do on Elon Musk on the scam economy. But we are focusing on cryptocurrency here. 
And this is where cryptocurrency comes into play. Because Elon Musk has tied himself to crypto. He has become one of its loudest advocates and proponents. And we'll get more into that in just a little bit. But that advocacy for Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin is going to come back and bite him in the lawsuit here with Twitter. Because Elon's claims that he did not know how bad Twitter's bot problem is and that Twitter didn't reveal how many fake accounts it had on the platform, even though it did and it's revealed how many fake accounts it's had and it described its methodology in advance of Elon Musk signing this deal to acquire the company. Elon's own words on Twitter show that Elon knew and that he can't really use that excuse. I mean, I'm sure he'll try, but he's going to have a hard time using that excuse from Twitter's lawsuit against Musk. One of the chief reasons Musk cited on March 31st, 2022, before he signed the deal for wanting to buy Twitter was to rid it of the crypto spam. He viewed it as a major blight on the user experience. Musk said he needed to take the company private because according to him, purging spam would otherwise be commercially impractical. Again, in his press release announcing the deal on April 25th, 2022, Musk raised a clarion call to, quote, defeat the spam bots. And in a tweet right before saying that in his press release, Musk reiterated that claim and said, if our Twitter bid succeeds, we will defeat the spam bots or die trying. I mean, the guy clearly knew that this existed on Twitter and had cited it as one of the reasons why he wanted to take over the company. Sure, there were other reasons he brought up, like how he wasn't happy with the company's platform moderation policies, and he was really a proponent for free speech, where you know he wanted people to have the ability to say more of whatever they wanted on the platform. One of the things he wanted to do specifically was bring back President Donald Trump, who, again, is now out there talking trash, which I'm sure has to do with the fact that he realizes that uh, without Elon Musk buying the platform uh, and him backing out, he, Trump, is probably not ever going to really come back. Uh, so that's probably why he's lashing out. But with that being said, you know, he, he, he really loved the adulation from those, you know, free speech absolutionist right wing crowds who wanted to be able to uh, curse out and uh, who want to be able to use, you know, slurs and harass people on Twitter without paying any sort of repercussions or consequences. And he liked that. He liked the, you know, whether he liked the idea of doing that, because in later speeches, he sort of backed off the idea of just letting anything go on the platform, knowing that that would probably cause the ruination of the platform. You know, he liked the adulation. He loved hearing people uh, more than just the, uh, the classic, you know, tech Tesla SpaceX crowd. He liked hearing a brand new audience uh, speak so highly about him, I'm sure. But the crypto spam really was brought up by him over and over and over again. So now let's really dive down in here on Elon Musk and the crypto spam problem. Because, sure, crypto spam and bots 
exploiting and 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 bots pumping cryptocurrency and NFTs and various Web3 projects. Sure, they would have existed no matter what, without a doubt. But really, Elon Musk himself is responsible for so much of it. If you look at a lot of this sort of crypto spam, not even just on Twitter, all over the internet, a lot of these shady online marketers and scam artists and grifting entrepreneurs, they use Elon Musk's image all the time, more so than anybody else to promote their crypto scams, whether this be outright pump and dumps all the way to, hey, just connect your wallet here and, oh, sorry, you got hacked. So many of these various schemes have utilized Elon Musk's image in some way. And there's a reason why they use Elon Musk and not someone like, I don't know, Jeff Bezos or Bill Gates or Tim Cook. And that's because Elon Musk has tied himself to crypto so much. And not just like mainstream stuff either. Elon Musk, in his attempt to be some sort of, I don't know, cool, snarky character, has shouted out even some of the most random of shit coins. So it would be completely believable for people to see Elon Musk's image and say, hey, if Elon Musk is endorsing this, I gotta jump on and be wrongly swayed into believing in a scam artist's project. Elon loves crypto. Crypto scam artists love Elon. And you've probably seen some of these fake Twitter accounts trying to piggyback off of Elon Musk's tweets by using his Twitter avatar and Twitter username and using a handle that looks like Elon Musk's Twitter handle in order to fool people that Elon Musk is responding to people who are replying to the real Elon Musk's original tweet. And people fall for this stuff, but not just on Twitter either. I mean, honestly, one of the more uh, ingenious, I guess you can call it, Elon Musk-related crypto scams is one on YouTube where they use a previous archived clip of Elon Musk talking at some event, air it as a live stream in order to make it look like Elon Musk is going live on YouTube and that his words are being said in the moment in real time, and then using the rest of the screen space to sort of brand it with whatever the crypto scam project is, you know, put links to where people should go and invest their money, whether it be, again, uh, some random uh, fly-by-night meme coin or uh, some straight-up scam that requires your wallet to get fished and hacked. And these YouTube live streams sometimes have tens of thousands of live concurrent viewers too. So whether or not Elon Musk actually tied himself to these crypto scams doesn't matter because the scam artists have tied his name and image to them. And while Elon Musk himself has not directly implicated himself in any of these straight up obvious, uh, you know, from the moment they were created going to be scams, crypto scams. But he has tied himself directly to the sinking ship that is the current cryptocurrency space. And Elon Musk, of course, does not want to go down with that ship. Just a few weeks ago at the Qatar Economic Forum, Elon Musk had a virtual interview where he was asked about what his feelings currently were on the crypto market as it was tanking. Here, Listen to the interviewer directly ask Elon Musk if he thinks people should still invest in cryptocurrency. 
you've seen the kind of carnage that has been happening in cryptocurrencies at the moment. Um, what is happening, and do you still think people should, should invest, or is it a more selective approach? Well, I, I have never said that people should invest in crypto. Um, in the case of uh, Tesla, SpaceX, myself, um, uh, you know, we were, uh, you know, the SpaceX and Tesla and myself all did buy some Bitcoin, um, but it, it's a small percentage of our total uh, cash and near cash uh, assets. Uh, so, uh, you know, not, not all that significant. Um, I also uh, bought some Dogecoin and Tesla accepts Dogecoin for some um, merchandise and SpaceX will do the same. And, um, and I intend to personally support a Dogecoin because I just know a lot of people who are not that wealthy, who, you know, have encouraged me to buy and support Dogecoin. So I'm responding to th those people, uh, just people that I went and walked around the factory at SpaceX or Tesla. They've asked me su to support Dogecoin, so I'm doing so. <laughs> of course, of course. Well, I, I, I have never said that people should invest in crypto. Of course. Elon Musk is backing away from it. Uh, you know, personally, he still believes in it, but he's backing away from the idea that he ever gave any sort of investment advice when it came to cryptocurrency. And let me say up front that technically, technically, what Elon Musk said there is true. Elon Musk, as far as I was able to find, scouring through all of his tweets and various different interviews over the years, Elon Musk has never uttered the words, people should invest in cryptocurrency. And of course, I look forward to the people who are going to clip out uh, just me, Matt Binder, saying those words and then trying to say that, hey, look what Matt Binder once said. People should invest in cryptocurrency. I appreciate the people who are going to do that. But anyway, you have the person on stage at the Gutter Economic Forum asking Elon Musk if he still thinks people should be investing in cryptocurrency. Clearly, clearly at some point, this guy got the idea that Elon was a proponent for people investing in this, that he was offering financial advice. And if this guy at the Cutter Economic Forum thought this, then you better believe that some random Elon Musk fans who listen and follow his every word on Twitter and in these interviews he gives are going to also walk away with that assumption from all the times Elon Musk has mentioned cryptocurrency in a good light. And you don't necessarily need to straight up say people should invest in cryptocurrency to give off that idea and be promotional of cryptocurrency as Elon Musk has been. So, like I just said, I scoured through all of his tweets, and I think that is the best outlet to sort of see what Elon Musk's opinions on things are, because A, he offers them up so frequently on Twitter, B, he hedges a lot less on Twitter than he does in his interviews, where he speaks more carefully, and then C, 
that truly is his main platform for connecting with people. So it's pretty fair to say that the vast majority of people get their opinions about Elon Musk and digest what Elon Musk has to say from his Twitter account more so than anywhere else. So looking through his account, I found, just in case I missed one or two, Almost every time I could find Elon Musk talking about cryptocurrency, whether it be, you know, crypto in general or specific tokens like, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, uh, even the shit coins. And let's go through them, shall we? Let's start with his tweets about his favorite cryptocurrency, Dogecoin, the daddy of all meme coins. So Elon has posted things on Twitter before about how Dogecoin rules, with a Z of course, because, you know, he's a cool dude. And he's posted a meme showing a picture of a Shiba Inu, which is the face of Dogecoin. He's also claimed that Dogecoin is the people's crypto. These sound like someone who's a big fan of Dogecoin and is propping it up just, just a little, right? Just a little, right? Certainly not saying anything to directly affect how Dogecoin works and is tri- Oh, wait. Uh, here's Elon Musk sharing a link to how people can get involved with Doge if they'd like to further the development of the meme coin. If you'd like to help develop Doge, tweets Elon Musk, please submit ideas on GitHub and reddit.com slash r slash Dogecoin with links and at handles where people can reach out to if they're interested, of course. And he also shared that there's, you know, there's no need to be a giga chad to own Dogecoin. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you were telling a bunch of nerds something like uh, that in terms of uh, you don't got to be uh, really cool to get take part in this. And, you know, that's the audience you speak to. I don't know what they would think. I don't know. Um... But aside from literally soliciting for developers to get involved with Dogecoin, he also has outright said that he would help out in any promotion of it. For example, in this tweet, uh, he added McDonald's and said, uh, I will eat a Happy Meal on TV if at McDonald's accepts Dogecoin. Now, remember, I've spoken about this previously, uh, specifically coming to mind right now is the episode where I talked about the uh, cryptocurrency advocates using uh, the war in Ukraine to uh, pump their own coins. And I think this is another example of that, uh, quite directly, to be honest. Why would Elon Musk care if McDonald's accepts Dogecoin? Why would he care if any company accepts Dogecoin? Well, that's because he holds Dogecoin. And if there are things that happen that are good for Dogecoin, it pumps up the value of his own bag that he's holding and he makes money and profit out of it. And of course, as the crypto market came to a halt and started plummeting, and crashing, Elon Musk made sure that everybody knew where he stood when he tweeted out, I will keep supporting Dogecoin. When a, another tweeter replied to him saying, keep buying it then, Elon replied, I am. Speaking of Doge, now we talked about earlier Twitter's lawsuit against Musk over the buyout of the company. Uh, according to the grid news, 
Uh, Elon Musk actually is involved with quite a few lawsuits. I believe they found 11, including lawsuits regarding uh, harassment at Tesla and his failure to disclose purchases of shares, I think for Twitter too, as well. That's a completely separate lawsuit. But another lawsuit currently involving Elon Musk is from an investor named Keith Johnson, who is suing Musk for $258 billion over a crypto pyramid scheme, which is what it's called in the lawsuit, via Dogecoin. So this is a lawsuit against Elon Musk about Dogecoin. And I should add an addendum here, and I should say up front, and it was disappointing to see as I uh, read through all the posts and articles about this lawsuit. You know, this is one of those over-the-top lawsuits. I mean, if you couldn't tell already, being that it's $258 billion that the investor is looking for. And this, I should also mention, this is a class action lawsuit. But this is like one of those silly lawsuits that's just like, you know, the lawyer who filed the lawsuit on behalf of Johnson, the investor, Evan Spencer, is known for, well, I guess utilizing a similar tactic that crypto people hope for. And that's, you know, Spencer's known for shooting for the moon with his lawsuits. Earlier this year, Spencer filed a class action lawsuit against the uh, NFL teams, the New York Giants and the New York Jets. And I believe the NFL as well is included in this lawsuit. Six billion dollar class action lawsuit over the fact that their names are the New York Giants and New York Jets. And this misrepresents the teams to the consumers because they actually play in New Jersey. I mean, yeah, these lawsuits are not going to win. But I bring up this lawsuit because, you know, the, he obviously saw the Elon Musk Dogecoin connection and decided to give this a try. And I got to say, part of the complaint is pretty spot on in describing all of this from Dogecoin and Musk. Uh, you know, here we go. Uh, we got uh, from the complaint, Dogecoin is not a currency, stock or security. It's not backed by gold, other precious metal or anything at all. You can't eat it, grow it or wear it. Dogecoin does not generate cash flow. It does not pay interest or a dividend. It has no unique utility compared to other cryptocurrencies. Uh, that I disagree with on the basis that I believe that uh, no cryptocurrency has uh, utility uh, other than, you know, some, some illegal activities and money laundering. But let's continue. It is not part of a new internet or the metaverse. It is not based upon or tied to anything of value. It's not secured by a government or private entity. The number of coins is unlimited. It's simply a fraud whereby greater fools are deceived into buying the coin at a higher price. And the lawsuit brings up Elon Musk going on SNL Saturday Night Live last May, May 2021. And, uh... He brought up Dogecoin. See him bring it up for yourself. Well, now, the Dogefather. Uh, okay, Dogefather. So what is Dogecoin? I keep telling you, it's a cryptocurrency you can trade for conventional money. Oh, so it's a hustle. Yeah, it's a hustle. During that time period, Dogecoin was quickly rising in value from like below five cents quickly to like 20, 30, 40. 50 cents and it kept rising and rising and when Elon Musk went on SNL because of his direct advocacy for Dogecoin it immediately pumped during that open monologue to I think it hit highs of over 70 cents and true believers in Musk and Dogecoin 
kept buying in and a lot of people in the mainstream who weren't following cryptocurrency had no idea what it was wanted to get in on this idea that oh my god i'm hearing all these stories about people getting rich quick off of this cryptocurrency and here's dogecoin doing the same it's under a dollar what if it hits numbers like bitcoin or ethereum and you got elon musk the world's richest man billionaire elon musk jumping on board if he's a success and he's into this then he's going to be a bigger success because this is obviously going to be a success because he's into it and so i'm going to get on board right now and immediately when elon musk mentioned it on snl and it hit those highs of over 70 cents people in the know immediately sold off plummeting dogecoin's value it never came close to those highs again right now after the crypto crash as we speak it's hovering once again around five cents anyone who bought in while they were watching and i'm talking mainly the mainstream the retail investors you know your your neighbor your friends who weren't following this not particularly internet or tech savvy your mom dad grandparents aunts uncles the people who saw musk on snl and helped pump that price up past 70 cents they were the ones all left holding the bag right after elon musk's opening monologue so while this lawsuit is ridiculous, I could totally understand the sentiment behind it. After all, as Elon Musk previously tweeted, Dogecoin is his fave cryptocurrency. Speaking of Doge, if you remember in that clip earlier from the Qatar Economic Forum, Elon Musk also mentioned that not only did he speak about his own personal investments in crypto, but his companies like Tesla and SpaceX's as well. And so here's a tweet from Elon Musk about SpaceX launching a satellite called the Doge One to the moon next year. This was tweeted back in May of 2021. And if you're wondering, by the way, we are here now a year later and uh, there is no uh, Doge One that went to the moon yet. Uh, SpaceX is saying that there have been delays and it's still uh, on schedule for 2022. But I guess we'll have to come back here on Scam Economy in just a few months and see if this was uh, another case of Elon hype. Uh, but according to Elon Musk, this SpaceX Doge 1 to the moon mission would be paid for in Doge would be the first crypto in space and the first meme in space. I mean, listen, this isn't saying you should invest in Dogecoin, but it's pretty damn promotional. Come on. And like Elon said, SpaceX isn't the only one of his companies to get into the crypto game. Elon Musk announced back in March of last year in 2021 that customers would be able to buy Tesla with Bitcoin. Now, you can't go ahead and buy a Tesla Bitcoin right now. And that's because after Elon Musk made this announcement that this environmentally conscious brand known as Tesla was going to accept Bitcoin, which of course, if you've been listening to this show, you know is bad for the environment due to the carbon emissions from Bitcoin mining and the computer power necessary to mint the transactions on the blockchain. Musk would later come out and reverse course and say that, hold up, okay, Tesla will not accept Bitcoin payments 
for its vehicles just yet. And in so, he also felt the need to still say how much he loved crypto. To be clear, Elon tweets, I strongly believe in crypto, but it can't drive a massive increase in fossil fuel use, especially coal. Now, this is to the consumer-facing public. This is Tesla's position. But as Musk said in that interview on that panel, Tesla itself has invested in Bitcoin holdings. Tesla actually holds Bitcoin, which, by the way, isn't working out too good for them amid the crypto crash. Estimates say that Tesla is expected to report a $440 million impairment on its Bitcoin holdings. I mean, obviously, these are unrealized gains. Tesla has not sold off its Bitcoin. Maybe they'll hold it long enough to uh, see this return to profit. I don't know where Tesla made the bulk of its purchase and what its average uh, cost per Bitcoin is. I'm assuming where Bitcoin is right now, not very good for them. And it's probably not looking good that it's going to get much higher, at least in the near future. Let's see how long they can hold. But regardless, a a study came out about Tesla's Bitcoin holdings, taking a look at what they had, how many Bitcoin they had, and put it into the context of this environmentally friendly electric car company's advertised mission is now i believe this now i believe this data comes from the digiconomist so basically for investors a one billion dollar investment in bitcoin would produce the same carbon emissions as 1.2 million petrol or diesel cars would over the course of a year so when you scale that to Tesla's $1.5 billion investment in Bitcoin, that's the equivalent to a year's worth of carbon emissions from 1.8 million gas-guzzling cars. Now, in its time in the automotive business, Tesla has sold about 1.9 million cars, meaning that when offset by the environmental effects of its Bitcoin holdings, Tesla's really pretty much almost wiped out everything they claim they have done for the environment by selling their electric cars in place of gas guzzlers on the street. But let's get back to the tweets. So here's Elon Musk earlier this year, March 2022. As a general principle for those looking for advice from this thread, it is generally better to own physical things like a home or stock in companies you think make good products than dollars when inflation is high. Oh, what is this? A reasonable, perhaps, non-crypto pumping bit of advice from Elon Musk? Oh, no, wait, he continues. I still own and won't sell my Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Doge for what it's worth. And he said more in that basic sentiment about his ongoing battle with the dollar. Uh, The true battle is between fiat and crypto. On balance, I support the latter. You know, a lot of uh, Bitcoin maxis promoted Bitcoin as an inflation hedge. And while we are battling with inflation right now, turns out that inflation hedge that is Bitcoin is actually faring a lot worse. With Bitcoin trading around, you know, 19K, which would be, much like Doge, less than what it was worth 
when crypto started going mainstream in early 2021, which in turn caused a lot of retail investors just diving in and dipping their toes for the first time to buy at values that, well, we just may never see again. Again, who's left holding the bag here? And now this brings us to Elon Musk and the shit coins. Now, this really sort of peaked in 2021, but you still see it now. Crypto promoters seeing Elon Musk as an ally and someone willing to go to bat for a cryptocurrency started to beg and plead in Elon Musk's Twitter mentions for him to shout out their own personal token that they had minted, of course, so they could then be the one holding the big bag of this token that hopefully in their, I guess, mind would rise in value upon Elon Musk mentioning it and a flood of investors coming in to buy up their tokens. It was, it was quite, it was honestly, it was quite pathetic to see if you were monitoring this in real time in like the summer of 2021. I mean, you could probably still see it now in some cases because shit coins are still a thing. But of course, Elon Musk always wanting to be relevant and desperately needing validation from people who he, I guess, thinks are cool, uh, happily obliged in some instances. Now, he, he had to be a little careful here because he needed to give himself some leeway to just basically say, I wasn't talking about that completely unproven, possibly fly-by-night, random altcoin, shitcoin, meme coin that was just printed up out of thin air by a completely anonymous individual who has absolutely no reputation whatsoever. So here's what he did. One of the coins he was asked to promote was the Shiba Inu coin, which obviously was trying to piggyback off of Dogecoin's success as a meme coin. The Shiba Inu dog breed is the mascot of Dogecoin. So why not just call your coin Shiba Inu, right? So Musk goes, I'm getting a Shiba Inu. Hashtag resistance is futile. Now, no one was asking him to get a dog. So I wonder what he could be talking about here. And then, of course, another one of my favorites, by far uh, possibly the most corny of all his tweets. Again, if anyone ever wants to talk to you about how much of a genius uh, Elon Musk is, uh, if you'd like to argue that point, I present to you evidence number one to make your argument. There's a meme coin called Baby Doge, and Elon's way of referencing it was to bring up the viral children's song Baby Shark and simply swap out the word shark for Doge and tweet out the lyrics. <sighs> I can't believe I'm going to do this, but... Baby doge do 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 baby doge do 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 come on Ugh, I mean Nikola Tesla's gotta be spinning in his grave for you know his name being associated with this guy. Oh and if you're wondering what the current value of those two meme coins are uh compared to where they were when Elon Musk shouted them out, uh I just would like to forward you the uh, candlestick charts for every single cryptocurrency right now, uh, much like Bitcoin, Ethereum, and the other major crypto players, these meme coins are going down. So, Scam Economy listeners, as we wrap things up here, uh, I'd like you to walk away with, uh, you know, 
at least one of two points. Uh, number one, uh, if anyone ever tells you that Elon Musk always delivers on his promises, I give you uh, at least the truncated version in the opening of this episode. And if anyone ever tells you, B, that Elon Musk has never told people to invest in crypto, uh, I mean, technically, yes, he's never said those words, but I gave you all of the things he's posted and said as evidence that he has uh, pretty much pushed it on all of his fanboys and girls as hard as he possibly could. I, I guess you can say the moral of this episode is that Elon Musk sure does love crypto, but Elon and crypto don't love you. And with that, I will leave you with this one last bit of advice via an Elon Musk tweet. Cryptocurrency is promising, but please invest with caution. Folks, you can support Scam Economy and everything I do by going to patreon.com slash mattbinder and becoming a paying subscriber. It helps me fund this show, keep things going, keep my expenses to run this show paid for, helps me grow the show. I'd like to bring someone on board and we're getting very close to the goal to bring someone on board to help me disseminate more content, create more content, do more things. Can't do it without your support. Can't do it without my current patrons. Thank you all so much for supporting this show with your hard-earned money. And if you cannot support this show monetarily, there are many other ways you can support this show. For example, go to scameconomy.com where all the links to the podcast audio-only version of the show is. That's where you can download this show through your favorite podcast apps. But you can also, through that link, find the Scam Economy show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify where you can leave a review. Please, if you can, go leave a review on those two platforms. It takes a second to do. By leaving a review, you help the show move up the rankings, which in turn helps more people find out about Scam Economy. Also, go to youtube.com slash mattbinder if you're not already there watching the live streamed version of this show, the premiere, or if you're not watching the video replay of the video version of this show on YouTube. That's where it is, youtube.com slash mattbinder. Also, on the YouTube channel and at twitch.tv slash mattbinder, I do a live stream right after this episode airs. And on both of those platforms, YouTube and Twitch, you can give me one-off donations on YouTube via a super chat during the live premiere and via a super thanks in the comment section of the replay. And on Twitch, you can subscribe with your Amazon Prime account and get a free paid subscription. What does that mean? Free for you, paid for me. Who's paying me? Amazon. That's right. Amazon is giving you a free Twitch Prime subscription every month if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber. You just have to connect your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account. In doing so, you can support your favorite creator, hopefully that's me, without any extra cost to you. One side note there, you have to manually renew your subscription every month. Uh, because, you know, Amazon wants you to forget. So once you give me your Twitch Prime subscription, once that month passes, you have a new Twitch Prime subscription to give out. You can give it to a different creator or you can resubscribe to me. Whatever you do, just definitely 
use it because, you know, it's pointless to let Amazon just keep this extra money. Check out my other show, Doomed with Matt Binder, covering all the right-wing reactionary groups, media, extremist movements, cults, conspiracy theories, disinformation campaigns. It's really interesting stuff. Just check it out on the YouTube channel or at doomedcast.com for the podcast version of that show. As always, follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Matt Binder, on Instagram, at Matt Binder. Really, just go to your favorite platform, search Matt Binder, and I will likely pop up first. And you can just follow me right then and there. And folks, with all that said, thanks for tuning in, and I will see you all next time on The Scam Economy.